listening to Talking Law, the podcast where business owners just like you discover how to avoid legal landmines and build value using smart legal tips. Join your host, Joanna Oki, as she cuts through the legal jargon and gives you clear and simple actionable legal strategies, which will get you optimal business results. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to Talking Law. Now, in this episode, we've decided to bless your feeds with a podcast replay. We've identified the most popular and most listened to episodes and we have them running through your audio waves again. Here's our podcast replay. Mina, welcome on board to part two of our two-part series, talking all about the brand new Aspect SME Insurance. Welcome on board. Thank you, Joanna. Um, Aspect SME Insurance is a great business as it, uh, I think, meets the unmet demand from SMEs for for insurance policies. Such a confusing area. And in part one, we really dug into um, some of these reasons why I think it's so, so important for businesses to consider insurance um, as part of their whole risk management strategy. Um, But today, what I really want to, I, I just want to touch on some of the types of insurance that are out there, because I think this will be a bit of a surprise, perhaps, to many of our business listeners, because it certainly was a surprise to me. And of course, I work in risk management from a legal perspective, but just the breadth of the areas that are available for insurance for really reasonable prices was something that um, really fascinated me because I knew some of this insurance existed, but in my mind, it, it was quite an expensive option. But as we started talking, I just realized how cost effective many of these policies really are. But let's start off perhaps by talking about some of the types of insurance that are available, Mina. Maybe with the number one, let's start with number one. What do you think is sort of the key insurance that businesses should have and what policies go with that? Uh, good question. You know, um, let's take a let's take a hypothetical example of a startup uh, SME business. You know, a person has worked uh, in an industry and for twenty years and they're starting a new business where they think that you know their the experience and skills can come in handy. They want to invest a bit of money. They get a loan from the bank and here they have an SME and they come to you, Joanna, for your legal advice and contracts and everything. And and uh, they say now, you know, Joanna, what insurances do we require? Because they've been told that, you know, their business must get insurance. That's where the conversation starts. And you try to find out what industry the business is in, how many employees they're going to have, and uh, what is their revenue going to be for next uh, next 12 months. So it's a brand new business. So normally they would not have a claim history. Uh, otherwise, you would ask them, do you have a claim history on any of your insurances? So to start with, like, you know, we recommend to every business to have what is called the management liability policy. Mm. And talk us through that, Mean. What does that mean? What is ma- a management liability policy? Uh, so a management liability policy covers a liability risk, which uh, the business owner is going to take on as a business, uh, as an owner of a business that operates within a legislative 
environment. And the colloquial expression for this, and I think this is perhaps the the, the terminology that um, business owners are most often used to hearing is that director and officer insurance. So protecting against those risks that you hold as a director of, of uh, or officer of, of a business. That, that is right. It is like, you know, the director's personal liability, the personal liability of the officers and directors of the business, but it's is also the corporate liability that, you know, what is your liability as a, as a corporate or a business within whilst operating uh, in an environment that's uh, that's driven by a lot of compliance and a lot of yep. legal obligations. And, you know, I did my company director course from the Australian Institute of Company Directors last year, and mm. I have been a board member of uh, Bendigo Bank uh, community branch. And I realized that uh, the whole directors, directors and officers responsibilities and their role is uh is a complex landscape joanna yeah. yeah and any any breach of that responsibility by the directors or by the business can lead to fines and penalties and um and legal expenses which a business may not be prepared for Mm. So here, so management liability policy or directors and officers liability policy covers for coverage for uh, alleged uh, wrongdoings by the corporate, the entity itself, or by directors and officers, which can stem from a breach of any any of the responsibility under under law or guidelines that are generally accepted to be uh, to to be adhered to. Or else there's also the fiduciary duty of care that, you know, as in, for example, as an employee, you are bound to behave in a certain way towards your employees, towards your customers, towards your shareholders. And what are those duties and how you can be in breach of duties as a business director? So management liability policy covers for employment practices liability it has coverage for directors and officers uh, liability, corporate liability. It covers for tax audit cost, and it also covers for instances such as you know cyber risk, which can be an add-on. And it also would cover for insolvency cover should the policy uh, should the business not be able to pay off its debts, and if that incurs any direct liability on on the directors and officers, then the insolvency cover. Uh, oh, look, and these are just such important things because we've had a number of clients who have faced massive claims against them in relation to alleged breaches of the director's duties. And it's just the, the problem is that that is a personal, um, that's a personal exposure. Um, and and it's just incredibly emotional for a director when they become aware um, when they may not have been fully aware before how exposed they are personally and their personal assets are. And I, um, it, you know, I just, there's so many instances that I've seen that I, I just, you know, this sort of insurance could have saved massive, you know, heartache for the individual directors involved. So I just think it's such an important insurance. There were some other things you talked about there, Mina, um, the tax audit insurance, which I, I think, you know, can be a bit of a stress for businesses sometimes, this concern that maybe they've not, you know, done things absolutely correctly. There might be some sort of hidden risk 
element in their business that might trigger or might be picked up during an audit or just that there's an audit and they're lumbered with the huge costs that relate to it. And also cyber. I really want to talk about cyber because that is some cyber insurance is is one of those things where, you know, this this area of cyber risk is a newish sort of area. You know, it's really come to the fore in the last, say, I guess, maybe four or so years. Is that right, Mina? And and that's, you know, we see all the time, we've had a number of clients that have suffered massive losses due to um, cyber crime attacking their business. And this is just such a, when you talk about sleep easy at night insurance, this is this has got to be one of those sleep easy at night insurances for businesses to have. I agree. I agree, Joanna. And you're so right in saying that in the last four years or so, cyber risk has become the top risk for for businesses. And if you did a survey and asked, you know, what keeps you awake at night, cyber risk would be number one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's in the headlines all the time, but I don't think it's just scaremongering in the headlines. You know, we see it in our client base. And that's certainly one of the things that I've seen in terms of um, issues that businesses have suffered. This is one of the things that I've seen climbing over the past few years that had sort of, you know, there'd not been a lot of it prior to that, but we, we've seen instances of, you know, clients that have lost 60, 100, hundreds of thousands of dollars in attacks on their business from a cybercrime perspective. Um, and I just want to talk about some other um, insurances as well because that management liability, directors and officers liability insurance is, you know, certainly something that I think is really important to discuss. And, and of course, we provide insurance relating to that general liability and the business insurance and your professional indemnity insurance. And all of that is perhaps part of a more well-known understand body of insurance, notwithstanding, I think the reality is, as we've had many discussions before, businesses don't necessarily always get it right in terms of what type of policy they've chosen, nor in terms of what they're actually paying for versus what they're getting, that whole ROI topic that we talked about in our last um, episode. But what I just want to touch briefly on now is some of the other insurances that businesses may not have realised existed. So here's some great ones. I just want to touch on them really briefly IP insurance. I think this is a great one because we deal with businesses in brand protection all the time. And indeed, I talk about trademark registration as one of the best insurances you can get for the business, but you can actually get insurance on your insurance, (laughs) you know, because the thing is, Getting a trademark registration isn't the end of the story, you know, and maybe if you can just walk us through really quickly some some of the things in this IP insurance that businesses may not have realised. Yes, very true. Like you said, uh, just simply registering your trademark is not the end of the story. Uh, what you have as as a result of your trademark registration is protection that trademark is now your intellectual property right and uh, you can claim ownership over a brand or a logo or lettering that a name that signifies or represents your business 
However, uh, you know, there are so many instances of uh, of businesses complaining that, you know, a competitor down the road has come up with a very similar branding, which has confused their customers in believing that, you know, they're just uh, going to the same business. And very soon, you know, half, half the customers have walked to uh, this new business next doors because, uh, you know, symbolically, that business is quite similar. Absolutely. I, I, and I I was just going to say, you know, this is this is what we talk about all the time with our clients because we see claims all the time. So we do a lot of work in decease and desist action to stop other parties from infringing on our clients' trademarks. But sometimes it's around the other side from defence as well. But this is the amazing thing, that this sort of insurance can cover all of these sorts of actions. Is that right, Mina? Yes, absolutely. So trademark insurance covers for litigation risk, which is like you said, you know, defending against a third party claiming that your business has infringed their trademark or else, you know, if you feel that, you know, someone, uh, another business is infringing on your branding, then you enforce your trademark rights. If you have a registered trademark, it gives you the right to enforce and the insurance actually pays for the legal expenses, the legal representation. And it's it's great, you know, because SMEs need that protection and, and the ability to offset their financial loss and the financial yep. risk, basically. How good is that? That's just amazing. Um, I just, I love that. I just think that's such a great, it's a great opportunity for SMEs because, you know, you've got this asset and then this insurance gives you that strength that protection to ensure that you, you know, once you get that registration, you can actually ensure that you can take action to stop others, uh, you know, from using it. Because I, I think that whole concept of legal cost does feature in people's minds completely understandably, but to be able to have insurance to cover that, just amazing. And mm-hmm. just one other thing that I want to touch on, another type of insurance that I want to touch on before we sign off here is some of these industry-specific insurances that we have. We've got tech liability, medical indemnity insurance. So there's, you know, other than just talking about general business risks, we've also got these specific tailored types of insurances by industry or by transaction. Of course, we've also got a merger and acquisition, business sale and acquisition insurance that's available for that transaction risk, particularly for sellers of SME businesses. So it's just, I mean, you know, there's so much protection here that businesses don't generally understand. And that's so much more affordable than they perhaps even realized that I just think it's one of these things that you're nuts if you don't go and get a bit of a review of where you're at and where you could be in terms of protection. Yes, exactly. You know, it's always a good idea to get uh, an insurance health check. It is your insurance broker telling you, you know, what insurances you need or if review of your current insurances and, uh, you know, whether you have the right policies, the right cover in place. And if you're paying too much, many times I notice that, you know, uh, clients are paying too much on the insurances or they have combined different policies in an ineffective way because of which their insurance premiums have gone up or they've got two different offices and they've got two different insurances, whilst if they combine the two different locations under one policy, they would pay less. So things things like that I notice all the time. And I wish clients would review the insurances every now and then, and that can result in savings, but also, you know, better protection. Better protection, yeah. 
Yeah, don't have the right insurance or the right coverage or the right limits in place. So it's uh, it's actually goes a long way to look at your insurance as a means to you know protect your profit and um, save you save you that extra cost later on. Brilliant. Well, look, Mina, I'm so excited with this launch of um, Aspect SME Insurance. And and I think because you come at it from that management consulting background, you come at it from that perspective of really understanding ROI, you know, why SMEs need to make sure they're making the right decisions about where they spend their money, where you're coming at it from the perspective of all these amazing examples that you have of people who've come to you and you've been able to find them not just better insurance, but then savings at the same time. I I just, you know, I'm just so excited about what we can now offer to our clients. And just a couple of call outs, number one, a reminder that you can book in um, a free um, insurance health check with Mina. Just check out our show notes and we'll link right through to that booking engine so you can book in directly with Mina. There's no cost, no obligation, but um, it's highly likely we're going to be able to find you either A, a better outcome or B, better costing. Mina, I just want to say a massive thank you. And I'm so excited. Welcome on board to the Aspect family. Thank you, Joanna. I'm very excited too. And uh, I look forward to being part of the Aspect family and to grow that great brand that you built through years of hard work and and your great personality. Oh, that's so sweet, Mina. But, you know, and and I guess on that point, you know, we are business owners. We get it. Like, you know, we understand what it's like to run a business because we run a business. And I think that's one of the things that many times people have commented to me that sometimes they feel like it's a bit different to talking to normal lawyers when they come to us. And the reason for that is because we get the imperatives here of managing cost with outcome. And that's really where we're coming at this insurance element from, you know, it's ensuring number one, you understand risk from a broad perspective, but number two, also how to get that risk protection in the most commercial way. And that's it. Book yourself in for a strategy call, Mina. It's been such a pleasure having you on the podcast. We'll do a few more of these because I really want to dig into some of these stories and case studies along the way. Thanks for coming, Mina. Thanks, Joanna. Well, that's it for this episode of Talking Law. We hope you found this episode useful and insightful. And if you'd like more information about this topic, then head over to our website at talkinglaw.com.au where you'll be able to download any contact details and additional information that we refer to. And if you'd like to get in contact with our guest today and the services they offer, you can go ahead and check out our show notes for those details. And of course, if you're interested to talk to any of our lawyers about anything relating to this topic, then just head over to our website at www.aspectlegal.com.au where you can book immediately a free 15-minute discussion with our legal eagles at any time that works for you. Of course, there's also a booking form in our show notes as well. And if you haven't yet, then please consider subscribing to Talking Law on your favorite podcast player to get a notification straight to your phone whenever a new episode is out. We'd also love to hear your feedback, so please leave us a review and rating if you're a subscriber or even if you're listening to this podcast 
for the very first time. Well, that's it. Thanks again for listening in. This has been Joanna Oki and Talking Law, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time. involved in business or share acquisitions or divestments? Want to know how a brand new insurance policy available in Australia right now can help move deals through quicker and smoother and minimise risk for sellers post-sale? Well, if so, contact us at info at aspectinsurance.com.au. Thanks for listening to Talking Law. Tune in next time for more smart legal tips and tricks to keep you clear of those legal landmines. If you want to get a download of today's show notes, head over to talkinglaw.com.au. Information in this podcast is general in nature, not legal advice. If you want advice for your business, visit talkinglaw.com.au. 